everybody. Welcome back to the Country Chat Podcast with myself, Sandra Ganley. Can you believe we are on episode 10 now? So that means it's the last episode of series two. Um, so we can chat to you again at the end about what's coming up next for the podcast. But right now, I have a lady sitting in front of me here and she's raring to get going. She's just in from work. I tell you, fair place to her. Um, Emma Donahue is here in front of me, the winner of Glor Chira uh, 2021. Emma, how are things? Well, Sandra, how's things? Thanks a million for having me on the show uh, this evening. It's, it's great to be here. Um, I suppose, look at tipping along. Uh, it's been very, very busy since, um, you know, the night of the Glortier final. I've just been flat out between working, exams and everything else. So I, I suppose I didn't really get time to take it in as such yet, but uh, it's all coming together. It's, it's brilliant. Like. Great. How many weeks ago was that now? Like, I know I was watching it, but sure, I can't even think. Was it three, four weeks ago? Is definitely three anyway yeah I look at I lose track of time myself <laughs> I know isn't it great but no it was it was a, another brilliant of course every year it's a brilliant series now there was a bit of ups and downs for you this year I tell you you were there and you weren't there and it was <laughs> I think it was the longest well no maybe last year's Lord Shearer gets the gets the award for longest yeah. running I don't know you're probably not far off because you filmed and then you were there for was it four four weeks or three weeks. Yeah, we had two live shows, and then unfortunately the semi-final and the final had to be pulled in for three weeks. Yeah. So was it only three weeks? Which isn't a lot now. I'm looking back, but at the time it was like, oh my god, like oh, we didn't. <laughs> all... we were left in limbo, I suppose we didn't know when we were going to get back, and then it was kind of a case of last minute we were going to be just saying, right, okay, it's on next week, and that was it. I suppose I didn't mind to a degree because it was kind of saying, okay, you need to get back into this at some stage, shape, or form. Just go for it. Um. Yeah, a little bit of ups and downs now through it. And we lost, you know, a couple of amazing contestants as well. But uh, look who we got through it and we got to the final and we're delighted with the outcome. Absolutely. No, it was great. And I had David Connor, of course, who was, it was yourself and David in the final. So I had David on the podcast the week before you went back. So when he came on with me, he didn't know. He was thinking, he said, we might be back next week. And you literally found out like, a few days later which was, was which was like you were put on the spot but as you said it's probably it was the best way to do it because you just had to get on with it whenever it happened um so yeah you you done two live shows then you had the break and then you had the semi-final and then you had the final and it was yourself and David in the final and you won which was lovely to see <laughs> and brilliant and of course even though look with me being a Mayo woman of course David being a Mayo man, but you're only down the road in Galway. So, yeah, you know, I was happy with, <laughs> yeah, I was from the West. This is it. I was happy with whoever was one because it was going to the West and it often goes to the North. Yeah. So it was Every good. year, you know, there's always, I suppose, that worry that it, it will go to the North, but I was delighted that I was afforded the opportunity to bring it back, I suppose, this side of the Shannon this year. So it was, um, it was brilliant. Just even the camaraderie and the friendship, I'm sure, I suppose, the buzz around the place as well, Sandra, was was class like and you know as I said like each and every one of the contestants was absolutely fantastic no more than David as well he is an absolute gentleman and look at please God when things open up again I hope to be performing alongside each and every one of them again absolutely and how did you find it obviously you were performing in front of a handful of people you know the camera crew or whoever like I'm sure that was strange at first but you probably which you had to get used to it yeah it's something that you kind of you take it or you leave it. That's the way I'm going to put it. Like you just have to get on with it. 
Um, I was fortunate enough for the actual final that I was allowed to bring in both of my parents. So that was a boost in itself that they were there and they were supporting me. Um, you know, David got to bring in his family as well. And it was just, I suppose, you had that sense of security there as well that at least I know you didn't have the audience and you didn't have that indirectly huge support of everyone coming in, the dancers, you know, like yourself and everyone else. You didn't have that, but you still had your family. And I suppose that's that was a positive for me to take away from it. And I have to hand it to the, the crew and the production team at Gale Media. They were absolutely fantastic. Like they were, the way I'll describe them and the ways I will bring it forward to everybody is they were one big family. Anything at all you needed, down to just the simplicity of a bottle of water, like no problem, I'll get it for you. Um, and they were very uplifting and very encouraging. Like, you know, if you were going on a stage there, you know you will, like no matter whether there's an audience there or not, you're going to have these little butterflies. And you, you know, you'd probably just say it to one or two, I'm a little bit nervous going off or whatever. Don't be nervous, you'll be fine, you'll be flying it. And then we'll say through the song or whatever, you'd see them at the corner of the eye and they'd give you that little wink or they'd give you the thumbs up and you know, it was brilliant, like. Yeah, that made the difference for you, you know, that would have helped you even more. And that was actually my next, qu next question was, um, obviously on the final, the two of you looked so lonely up there on stage. It was just the two of you like, and oh, you looked, it just, it looked, it looked weird because obviously usually there'd be more people or whatever. And I felt so bad for you. And then I was wondering, is their families there? If they're not there, where are they? Are they down the road in a hotel? Are they standing outside the keys door? Are they, and I was like, even like you couldn't even, you know, in if things were normal, you and David would have hugged each other. Yeah. You know, even just that, you just had to celebrate on the spot. And I just found it so different so you're you had some family there now I knew for you so you're only down the road so it wasn't too bad you could have had you would have eat actually for both of you because David's only Claire Morris so either way even if you weren't allowed anyone there you could have you know you weren't too far away but so was there a bit of a hoolie then was a cheeky question <laughs> was the bar open tech like not technically but was it you know was it could you no. get beverages <laughs> unfortunately not no it might have been because i'll tell you at that stage i could have done with a few brandies <laughs> but no there was no there was unfortunately there was no bar open but look and i didn't mind at that stage but when i was coming home out of it um i have to say i have the best neighbors like and i'm sure this the celebrations would have been equal in mayo as well if it went that way um when i was coming home a few of my neighbors on the way home stood outside their door and they lit bonfires <gasps> outside their house so it was brilliant and the pub that's I suppose near me as well before I turned down from my road there was a few of my friends um you know from over the road and they actually had fireworks oh that's yeah. so lovely that's to come home to that like at half 12 sure I suppose we woke up the parish like but yeah. <laughs> it didn't make a difference and yeah she uh, would have been home it was on half nine to half ten so yeah sure you were home and was yeah. there a bit was there a few beverages they had then so well, there was four of there's four of my family, so we just sat down and we actually had the final recorded. So ah. popped open the bottle of bubbly and sat down and enjoyed it. And I suppose seeing it for the first time on telly, so it was brilliant that the four of us mm -hmm. could I suppose enjoy that at least and take something away from it, you mm -hmm. know. And one positive was your head was much better the next morning waking up than it would have been if pubs were open <laughs> well, and you could have partied in the keys. <laughs> You still wouldn't have seen me yet, Sandra, if the pubs were open. <laughs> I'd still oh. be sitting. <laughs> oh, no, but look, still as different as it was, great to get it. And of course, um, I know I have interviewed Pascal, who won last year. No, um, I'm trying to get my now. Yeah, Pascal won last year. 
last year. Jeez, isn't it mad? All the years are being mixed up because obviously the 2000 and the, yeah, it's all mixed up. So Pascal won. And then the year before that was, it was someone else from the North. I can't think who though. John Rafferty, maybe? He won it, I don't know, was he two years before that? I can't remember. Either that. way, there was loads <laughs> up the North. So it was about time it came down <laughs> to the West, be it Mayo or Galway or whatever. So that was Glor Chira. So that has kept you busy since when did you start recording that was november was it we started recording back in november yeah and then we done two pre-recorded shows so that was your concert show with your mentor and that was the very first show the introductory one and then it was kind of i suppose a lull from january onwards until the live shows began in february because you were just helpful there they're trying to get your campaign going people voting i felt like a politician halfway through it <laughs> i was like now i know how they feel yeah. Um, just trying to promote yourself and get yourself out there and do whatever you could to possibly just, I suppose, get your name out there even more. Radio interviews, um, paper interviews, anything you could have done, just plow through it and try and get it done. Mm -hmm. And you were studying as well. Are you just finished now? Is this? I know you did an exam there during the week, so you finished now? Yeah, so I'm finished my exams now for third year. So fingers crossed, they all go okay. Um, there was a few of them there, so I was actually brought down to Earth fairly lively because um, the final was the Tuesday night and I actually had a nine o'clock lecture the Wednesday morning, so it was all fun and games. <laughs> online or did you have to go in first? Online, yeah. Oh, okay. Thank God it was online now because yeah. I don't so think... So you were I logged in, but you weren't fully present. I wasn't fully there now, I wasn't oh. fully present, but uh, I had to be tuned in because they were telling us what was on our exams and stuff like that, so... I suppose that was important and then I suppose the last couple of weeks has just been study 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 um and try and get them done but now it's over I am getting back to work shortly I'm back uh working in the hospitals again and so you're nursing by the way just for anyone that, that doesn't know you're general nursing is it <laughs> yeah I'm in general nursing I'm in my third year now so internship now in September so it's going to be great crack um but yeah just trying to focus now for the summer and getting a few more singles and stuff released and working on my album I suppose as well just trying to get the songs finalized for that and get in the road again lovely and some of well I know the first song you brought out well um, you can tell me am I right I might be right or wrong Coat <laughs> of Many Colors was the first song you brought yeah. out and yeah. is, uh, so you're are you putting that song on the album now as well or are you yeah yeah I am so yeah that was your well, first I recorded song. I recorded that song with Glenn Flynn in Balnagar and it was my very first one I suppose it was just a taster to see will I ever get that far? You know, I was no stranger to the dance floor, but I was definitely a stranger for, to the stage. So I was like, I don't know will people like me. So that was my taster and it went down a treat and everyone loved it. And I was like, right, okay, let's go. So I got in contact with Enda Dempsey, who is Derek Ryan's guitarist and Paddy Jordan. He's only down the road really from me, as in normal, yeah. isn't he? And lovely. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, uh, no, Enda's lovely. And, and no more than Paddy as well. Look at the boys, they never steered me wrong. Um, they have produced Ramblin' Man, they've produced I Fell In Love and the latest one, Love Me Tonight. So I couldn't ask for a better team behind me. And um, yeah, I'm buzzing to see what the, the future will hold now. And we've exciting new songs coming up for the album as well. So uh, yeah, it's all go. That's brilliant. And do you think, are you are you waiting to see what you bring out this year? Or are you wondering will you hold off? Or are you hemming and hawing what you'll do? Yeah, I'm 50-50 at the minute now. I'm just going to stay bringing out singles for as much as I can, I suppose um until i suppose we see a light at the end of the tunnel and i'm actually able to bring it out <laughs> a lot of artists are doing it even though even just from talking to people on the podcast a lot of artists are bringing out more singles than they normally would 
Yes. You know, some might only ever bring out two or three and then launch the album, but a lot of them are bringing out even five, six, seven. And just that's keeping them ticking over. And I suppose, look, you'd, you'd love to have an album launch, I'm sure. An album launch slash Lord Shearer celebration party. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd love it. But you know what? I suppose I want to. I'm very much so a people person. Like, I'd love for my friends and my family to be there as well and just have a night of dancing and country music and just go from there. I don't really want to be doing this. You know, whereas it's lovely to have an online thing and to get your music out there. But I think for me, it's the friendship side of things and the camaraderie. And I want everyone to be part of that. I just don't want to do it online. I, I think you're losing that personal touch with everything, you know, and I, and I know a lot of it has gone that way. But for me, I'm very family orientated and people orientated. So I would like to hold off for a little while longer and um, please God, look, at, we'll get the opportunity to do it and we'll have a little bit of a coolie. <laughs> very good. Sounds great. So that's kind of your project for the next few months. So is getting the album finished and that kind of thing. And of course, working away and then you'd be starting fourth year of college then I'm guessing in September so that's that's great Um, now I know from from what well from the songs you've brought out and then from I suppose the different songs you sang on Dorchir and that you seem to have a bit of a a grow for the old style country as opposed to you know the American rock it, it, that, now tell me if I'm wrong that's what comes across though you seem to love the likes of uh, Dolly Parton Loretta, Loretta Lynn that side of things yeah oh definitely like I suppose I grew up listening to them and I always loved their music. And my biggest thing is I don't want to let the old classics, the old ones that were a hit back in the day, go to waste now and get lost, I suppose, in whatever is coming out now. You know, there's people doing fantastic covers and they're doing original songs and they're doing everything. But it's important for me not to let the old ones die as well. And like my mum and dad grew up listening to them as well. And I just... I don't know I just want to bring them back to life and I want to put my own twist in them and say right okay I've brought it back in in a new light I suppose in a different twist and uh, yeah it's definitely ones that are going to be on my album anyway for sure thrown in the mix I suppose one or two original ones as well but uh, yeah definitely the old style ones I love. Very good. That sounds great. So we've two originals to look forward to. Excellent. Um, and tell me now, you know, you're getting you're, you're 21, 22. Am I right? I hope you don't mind me now bringing up the age. Yeah. We, yeah. Um, so how it, it growing up was all your friends into country music? Are they still into country music or were you kind of the only one? I know in my gang growing up, I was the only one. It was yeah. just me. And then myself and my sister would have gone dancing and I would have got to know people and made friends. But um, actually myself and Enda Dempsey's girlfriend would have started going to the dances together because there was no one else around. Um, yeah. So what's it like in your group? Yeah, so I suppose it was secondary school and I loved going out to the nightclubs and everything. Don't get me wrong, I would have joined the best of them and no bother. But there was something missing. I, I knew that I didn't, I didn't fully like going out to these nightclubs. I was like, there has to be something different. And like as I said I grew up driving here with mom and dad on a Saturday morning listening to the radio and we'd be flying around the floor short two left feet but we still done it and I said do you know what I'd, I'd like to do that so myself um my best friend at the time Kaylee um we went to I think it was Lisa McHugh was the very first uh, social dance we went to in the Shearwater that just shows oh. how long ago it is because Lisa doesn't do social dances like she used to so <laughs> that's that shows how long ago that is <laughs> yeah it was a while ago actually and uh yeah, we went to the Lisa's very first one and uh, oh, brilliant. Sure, we loved it. Sure, we didn't really know what we were at in fairness life, but we said we'd go for the crack and sure, I went from there. I think 
every weekend after that we just we went dancing and we went to a few lessons as well here and there and I find as well like I love the lessons but I find that I learn an awful lot more on the dance floor because and I'm sure you've seen it as well you know there's people from up north there's people from down south they're everywhere and they all have their own different styles they all have their own different moves and that's where I really learned dancing was actually on the dance floor meeting everyone else and just had a love for it now I suppose I was the black sheep for a while in you know, my friends, they were like, that one's in the country, not a notion of it. But, you know, eventually when I started coaxing one or two of them as well to come, um, they loved it, like, and I met an awful lot of people through the dancing, like some of my best friends are from Donegal, Carlo, Mayo, everywhere, like they're, they're in all neck of the woods. And uh, it's great because it's such a friendship thing as well. You know, it's, I know it's a social outlet, but you do meet an awful lot of people and they become friends for life as well. But some of them have for me anyway. So, uh, for that I'm, I'm grateful for, for country music and to I suppose on the flip side to be on the stage now as well as the dance floor sure it's it's a bigger bonus yeah you've got the best of both worlds now um <laughs> between the two but you're dead right there well first of all about learning on the dance floor I always say to people it's all good and well coming to classes and learning and you learn you know you will learn but it's actually going to the dances and and dancing with different people and you can't teach anyone about styles really you can only let them off and let them experience it and then I suppose the other side of it is um oh sugar I've lost my train of thought now oh no the friendships you built there we go the friendships yeah like that as well same as that I would have been the black sheep but then you get to know so many people like Jesus now I wouldn't do it now but years ago I used to head off to dance on my own not to bother um this before I I found a fella and got engaged and all that fun stuff but yes. Jesus I'd head off to the dance on my own like I need it and not a bother and if I knew I once I got there you'd know people not a hope would I do it now oh stop yeah. isn't it gas like how you just head off just, like and actually you're right beside the sheer water too how far are you from the sheer water like Oh, five minutes. Oh, imagine yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> that's the dream. Now I'm I'm only down I'm only about a half an hour from the MacWilliam, but she's five minutes. That's the dream. Please God. Um, <laughs> please God we'll be back in the sheer water soon. So that um yeah, so that's how you get into it. You said that obviously the music was on in the background at home. And did you always sing or was this kind of a a late um development? um I suppose I wouldn't be shy now but I was very very shy growing up um I was in my mom I remember from a very young age my mom tried to put me into the choir here and I was like well not a notion of it but I, I sang a few songs in the choir and then I joined my local choir in the school and it went from there like you could even ask some of my teachers they'd be like not a hope would she get up on her own singing but then I suppose I started coming out of my shell and I worked in an awful lot of pubs, I suppose since I'm 15 now, I've, working, I've been working in pubs and of course at the end of the night everyone loves a good old sing song and someone asked me to sing one night, I can't remember was it my uncle or someone and they were like, you sing a song and I said grand to sing one, I'm sure everyone loved it then and I went from there, I suppose my confidence grew, every song I sang in, in different nights and more people that heard it then they were like, Jesus, you know, you're not too bad like <laughs> so um it went from there and then I got I suppose very friendly with a lot of the musicians through the dancing as well and John Malloy actually gave me my very first break in the Shearwater Hotel after I think it was Michael English was singing and um he just said look at it's now or never and he was like 
handed me the mic and he said off you go so I think we sang what was it Country Roads I think was the very first song I sang in front of a big big audience and um yeah just went from there it wasn't long after that then I recorded Coat Many Colours and shirts and grown since thank god that's brilliant so John didn't really give you a choice you didn't have time to think about it no the microphone was just handed to me and he said right sink or swim now <laughs> and did he know you could sing or was he just chancing his arm yeah well mom and dad were there the same night and they were kind of going because we had known John for a long time through the dancing and mom and dad had said to him you know she she just doesn't have the confidence to go up and do it and I think he just said right I'm going to land this one in it now whether she likes it or not <laughs> uh, and now look at you now look how far you've come that's great oh that's a lovely story actually actually very good um lovely yeah. so that's that's how it all started so yeah that's how it all started I suppose now I wouldn't be shy if you asked anyone to say is she quiet not a notion of it <laughs> you can't I'm, I'm reading for road like you can't yeah. you can't keep me back but sure it's always it's all part of growing up I suppose that's it no there's a lovely aura about you you, you seem full of beans like and full of yeah. life and you're just just happy to have the chats like you just come across so friendly and so warm and Look, I know obviously the music scene is about the voice and all that, but geez, you need to be a people person and you need to have that warmth about you because geez, it'll it won't go unnoticed if, if you're not warm. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, look at ask anyone now and they'll tell you I'm on a night out. I've an awful habit of disappearing on a night out. Like I, I remember I was I was only after starting in one of the pubs and I went out, you know, to break the ice, I suppose we all went out for a few drinks in a different pub. And I went to the bathroom and there was an old part of this pub. It was in Shannon Bridge, Lucas, and there's an old side of it. I could hear music coming from the bathroom. And I said, mm, I'm going to investigate this now. There's a little Kaylee going on. There was a sing song going on. I think I left the girls for an hour and a half. Phone, wallet, everything was on the table and I disappeared. And they found me in the corner singing a few songs. And they were just like, she's just, she loves music. Like, <laughs> I disappeared. But, you know, you'll have the crack, like, and I just... I have that ear for music I just love it like whenever it's around I'd sit down and I'd listen to it all day not about there oh no that's a good way to be so so if anyone is out with you in the future keep an eye on you uh just in case you go wandering um keep tabs on her <laughs> especially when we all get out again when we haven't been out she's you'll be gone wandering miles down the road either that or on a table now one or the other you could find me on either <laughs> Oh, no, you do. No, you seem like great crack, actually. And look, I know I've, we've never met or anything like that. Um, but well, not that I know of. God, I, have to I think, don't think so. I don't think so. But um, not knowingly. We didn't. We didn't. Not knowingly. Know. Um, we'll, make that, we'll make that a change now when we get absolutely. back. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's happened virtually now, so it's all good. But yeah. you, no, geez, you come across. Geez, you could talk to you like you like I know <laughs> like you. But no, that's that's great to see. And especially in someone so young as well, do you know? you know sometimes you know teenagers 21 22 year olds can, you know growing up as, yeah. and all that but geez you come across you actually seem much older than 22. A lot of people have said that even when yes. I was walking through the pubs they'd be like oh sure she's 26 27 and I'm like actually 21 or 22 you know at the time or whatever it was <laughs> she, they couldn't believe it they were like uh what they said the way that I was described before was I had an old head on young shoulders that's the way it was put to me I said well sure I'll take it like <laughs> no that's a good that's a good way to have it absolutely taken no you yeah. do come across um a lot older I was surprised when I heard you were only 22 um so so that's good good so now you said when I first got in touch you said you'd listen to a few of the episodes so I don't know are you familiar with the um quickfire round I am <laughs> yeah oh yeah you don't sound too impressed 
<laughs> I'm just afraid I have to have my answers ready. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because some people to go back and listen and see can they like get ready for it. Um, so <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do the quick fire round now and see. We'll just see what happens. Do you know what? I don't even have a sheet in front of me anymore. I know them all off by heart, so I don't know is that good or bad. But we'll see. For me. <laughs> we'll see what happens now. I know this might be hard, but you're only allowed one answer. You know, one word, two words. So. <laughs> We'll see how you manage with that. Okay, so quick fire round with Emma Donahue. So Emma, who is your favorite American country music singer? Dolly Parton. Who who's your favorite male? Garth Brooks. Not an in random question. Um, brilliant. Okay, do you prefer to sing at a dance or a concert? Dance. Why? Because you just feed off the audience. If they're going lively in front of you, you'll pick up that tempo. And I just love feeding off them. Brilliant. Um, can you dance? Now, you said you can, so. <laughs> well, I think I can, but others might beg to differ. <laughs> um, do you play any instruments? I'm learning the guitar. I play the accordion, the tin whistle, and I suppose you could count the spoons, maybe, is it? Oh, so we have a trad background. <laughs> we'll get back to that. So at the end, we'll go to the trad side of things. Um, what is your favorite song to sing? My favorite song to sing would be Coach Manny Colors, my very first one. Lovely. What is your favorite song to listen to? Not even doesn't have to be country, just any song. What's your favorite song to throw on or or album uh, or singer? Or... I love Mike Denver's Tommy K. I just think it's such a great jive and you can fly around the floor. And yeah, Tommy K would be my favorite now. I'm laughing because Tommy K is just like. I love it, by the way, but it's just drilled into my head from teaching the kids because Tommy K is what all the kids dance at Juniors, <laughs> and it has been it has been my top song on Spotify for the last six years. Every year when it gets, you know how they do the Spotify roundup. Yeah. Every year, number one, Tommy K. Number two, it's all night, Michael English. Every. <laughs> anyway, so Tommy K. Okay. Um, what other questions have? I for you what is your favorite local radio station Galway Bay there we go good one <laughs> okay definitely local definitely. Uh, tell us something we might not know about you might not know about me hmm. I don't like spiders at all like I have I don't know whether there is a phobia out there of spiders but if there is I definitely have Arach it. arachnophobia that's, yeah, that's it so that's what you have hate them absolutely and not a lot of people know that but it probably be safer that they didn't because <laughs> and i'm guessing you come across a lot of them on the farm oh yeah any amount of them like but you wouldn't pat an eyelid when you're outside but if they were in the house somewhere well i would be gone <laughs> absolutely. no way i'm trying to think oh yeah one more another one um what is the best venue you've ever gigged at or yes, your favorite I, one well i haven't really like i suppose I suppose yeah you time wise manage. you haven't been yeah. lucky yet no, I haven't been lucky yet, but I suppose my big break was made with John Malloy and it was after Michael English um, social dance. And I think there was, geez, it was a good to 500 anyway, definitely mm. knocked around in the front yeah. bar. So to sing in front of that many people was a blessing in disguise. And yeah, I, I'm going to put that down as the highlight of my career because it was indirectly the start of my career as well. So mm -hmm. And well, then I suppose what venue would you like to get the chance to gig in? You know, you've been to a lot of venues with the dancing and that kind of thing. So is there any venue you'd love to gig in now when you get the chance? Yeah, so I suppose the Shearwater. Um, but definitely I'd love to do the 
McWilliam as well in Claire Morris. I've often danced in it, so I'd like to, I suppose, take my turn as well. And hopefully an opportunity arises that I can actually sing on stage in McWilliam. Yeah. Are you a bit of a home bird? Because every question is Mike Denver, Shearwater, Mayo, Galway, Galway Bay, up the west. <laughs> you don't oh, want Galway to be here further, do you? You're like me. You're like me. Yeah, Galway girl, true and true. Um, I think I went, yeah, I was that I went to Sweden there for eight weeks um when I done my pre-nursing course and I couldn't wait to come home out of it. I was FaceTime at home every day and I was like, hey, I have such and such a day left now and I'll be home to you then. Yeah, definitely not a, not a girl for big massive changes now like that, but yeah, I love home. Okay, there we go. So that's what I gathered from your quick fire round that you're you're definitely a home bird and you're learning you said you're learning guitar. So is that to kind of obviously go hand in hand with the singing? Yeah, absolutely, because I suppose I do an awful lot of covers as well. And even for home videos now that you can't get into the studio, well, we weren't allowed into the studio anyway. Um, just to even be able to play the guitar and back yourself, sure, it's a blessing in disguise, like and I just it was something that I always wanted to do but never had the time to do so in my free time between exams and whatnot um I look away there and try and do it myself but I was getting lessons uh, pre-lockdown and hopefully when it can all resume again I'll be back doing it again great stuff that's good to hear and you said you also play the accordion and the whistle so I'm guessing trad background going on there and sure obviously in Galway there's great music music around there so um yeah. you'd be playing yeah, I- my two cousins um, from Dublin, they're actually all Ireland flower winners for the, um, I think it's the fiddle and the concertina. So look Who are they? Down. Kira uh, Murphy and Ailish Murphy. Oh, I do know them. I don't know them, know them, but I'd go to the flas and I'd be involved in the flas and all that. And I would have done the coastal tours and all that. So you know the names like, yeah. Yeah. So the two of them are my cousins and look at every Christmas or every Hooli that they could possibly be down here or vice versa we'd always get out the instruments and we'd always have a little bit of a session. So, uh, you know, you couldn't really get by now in our family if you didn't have any instrument to play. <laughs> oh, that's great though. Fair play to you. And I suppose, look, a lot of, a lot of um, the country music artists in the country have that trad background. I know definitely over half of who I've talked to have like that can play the, do you know what the accordion funnily enough is like the most popular one. Um, yeah. Like I know, obviously, so many of them of, of the artists played like Olivia Douglas, Pat Ruffini, Nathan, Michael English plays a bit, doesn't he? he does. Like they all, you know, it seems yeah. to be the the one that that works best with, um, with the country music scene. So that's that's interesting. So geez, you are a jack of all trades. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> brilliant, fair play, yeah. So we've definitely we've definitely have we definitely have you all sussed out. So. And we know all the crack and all the jobs and all the all the news and the background. And geez, you've given us a right good insight into <laughs> the life of, of Emma. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, at the way I would describe myself is what you see is what you get. There's no airs or graces. There's none of that. I'm just country girl. And that's it. Down to a tea. The glory cheer didn't go to your head, so. No, maybe, maybe for maybe that night, just a little bit. You're allowed. You were allowed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wherever um I go, I suppose you always have to remember where you come from. And that's something my mum and dad always instilled in us, like, don't ever forget who helped you, don't ever forget, you know, where your roots are. And that's something I did carry with me because I I don't know, I have this mode in my head that like 
you won't get too far if you don't remember the people that helped you along the way because one good turn deserves another and that's the way I've always avoided by it. And, and hopefully I'll continue to bring up my career well you are dead right and you will definitely go far obviously you're going to go far with your singing but I think you're going to go even further with an attitude like that and for someone so young look I'm not that much older than you I'm, I'm 28 myself but with a head like that on you and an outlook like that you will get far be it in your nursing your music I mean there's a lot of people your age who wouldn't have that outlook at all and you it's it makes a big difference when like that you remember who's been there for you or where you came from and all that kind of thing. I think that's a good note to leave this interview on because do you know what? We keep chatting probably all night. Sure, what else would you be at on a Saturday night? Like? Absolutely. Girls night. Do you know, I did, I, I did a joke like I, if I'm recording interviews on a Friday or a Saturday night, I'm here getting dialed up for all these like dates. <laughs> um, but no, Emma, it's been so lovely to have you on the podcast and to finally meet you and have the chats I tell you you're so friendly and bubbly and it's lovely I tell you I'll be leaving this interview with a bit of a pep in my step after having the chats and um, no I really appreciate you coming on board and again big congratulations on being the winner of Glorier 2021. Thank you very much and thanks a million for even affording me the opportunity to come on your show as well because you know every every podcast every interview everything you do you know it's just it's one step in the right direction and it's it's just putting your name out there a little bit more than you already would have and um thanks for giving me that opportunity and showing your support so i really really appreciate that and uh, hopefully i'll be able to return the favor someday soon when we get back on that dance floor no problem at all and sure of course the pay is great in the podcast as well isn't it <laughs> Oh, I'd be paying. I'd be paying my guests the big bucks. Oh, I wish. I wish. Well, someday. Someday. Yeah. Well, someday. Look at when we when we all get back into the swing of things. We'll sure. We'll celebrate. We'll, yeah. We'll when when I finally get a sponsor, I tell you, then I'll then I'll be laughing. Then I'll be up and running. Isn't that the goal? But anyway, look, we're off on a tangent again, or I'm off on a tangent. I should say. <laughs> Emma, thank you so much for coming on. You are the last guest on uh, series two of the Country Chats <laughs> podcast. So you're finishing off this series with a bang. And as always, guys, thanks so much to you. Actually, before I go, Emma, where can people find you on social media? You're on all the different bits and bobs. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm on everything on Anthony now, Sandra. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Emma Donahue Music, YouTube, Emma Donahue, and uh, email if you want any bookings or any inquiries, Emma Donahue Music at gmail.com. So fairly straightforward and simple. <laughs> Do you hear that now? She, you can book Emma, just to confirm that you can book <laughs> Emma for events, communions, yeah. confirmations, you can book her for parties and weddings <laughs> and gigs and dances. So get in there now and start booking her and of course check her out on the social media and I'll have her the links for the social media and the YouTube down in the show notes so guys as always thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Country Chats podcast that's 20 episodes in now since I started last year April 2020 um, now we have 20 episodes done two series I have plans for series three I have a few artists lined up ready to go I think I might take a break of work or two first or a break of a week or two first Jiving Juniors Dance School is back up and running thank god we're outdoors so all is going good there so I need to I need to do a bit of Tommy K with my kids first Emma and then <laughs> and then I'll be getting um back on with the podcast so guys again I'm rambling now but thank you so much for tuning in Emma thank you for being a guest on the podcast stay safe everyone mind yourselves and I will chat to you soon 
in series three slot 